The police brutality going on in the streets. Lord, it ain't good for you. Lord, it ain't good for me. Lord, the police Take a look what's going on in the streets. A million at least, screaming, fuck the police. Enough with police who violate in the streets. We simply pray and hope and wish police brutality. Try to rationalize all things related to the culture. I'm Jay. I'm low. And I'm LB. Black Spain is in the house, man. It's been a long, long time, man. How's everyone doing? I'm doing great, man. Laying low. Hey, low, what's been going on? Um, I'm good. Just working really hard. Work is really busy. But other than that, I'm getting back out here. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I just celebrated, um, me and my wife just celebrated our, our um wedding anniversary six years on the 23rd. So that was Sunday. May 23rd was Sunday. And we had a really good time. Yes. yes. Congrats, bro. Wow. Big time. Um, we we uh it was this gala affair that happened at the um National Harbor in uh you know Maryland DMV, our National Harbor, and it was excellent. It was a um like a white jacket. They want all the men to have on the white jackets, and they wanted the women what? to wear uh black dresses. So it was really nice. awesome. You have pictures? Yeah, I do, and it was a um it was a fashion show. Wow. It was a fashion show, and so it, it, it was. It was pretty awesome. You know, we we missed the fashion show just because you know. We I, know y'all. I know how y'all roll. Hey, look, and it was actually late for the fashion show, dog. You know what I'm saying? And when we got there, it was crowded. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh wow! And it was so fun. It was so fun. Um, the guy is named Miguel Wilson. Miguel Wilson, he does, uh, you know, suits and and and, and he's uh-huh. a designer for like a lot of the celebrities. He's he did two chains wedding. If you go to his website, you'll find a lot of um, candy from the you know Real Housewives. Just a lot of um, the, the, the the you know okay. celebrities or whatever and and regular people too. So I ended up going out there it was our our, 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 um, our anniversary weekend. So I went out here and bought me one. So I got a Miguel a Miguel um, uh, a, a Miguel Wilson jacket. And and look, believe you me, I wore it this uh, uh, past weekend, and in a couple of weeks, I was saying we gonna we got a big uh, uh, thing in in New York that we gonna go celebrate. I'm gonna wear it then too, and so you know, I'm wearing this joint as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? Because right, I I spent the money on that jacket. The jacket's gonna get worn. Believe that. No doubt. I I just finished up my tour of America, so I already did San Antonio. I feel like I've been all over the place, man. Can you I, have. You have. Florida, San Antonio. Detroit. Detroit. The Motor City. How was that Motown and, Museum? Um, It was actually closed. <laughs> so uh-huh. it closed like at 4.35 o'clock. Okay. But they have a lot of the little um posters and stuff up. So, I, I mean, I've seen the history of it. It's basically just a house. I mean, it looks yeah. bigger on whatever, but when you pull up in actuality, it's like, oh, okay, th- this is it right here. <laughs> well, you exactly. know, Detroit, Detroit is definitely has a lot of charm too. It's a lot. It's a. It's a. I don't like to call it ghetto because I don't think it's ghetto. It's more of a city in ruin, if that mm. makes a little bit more sense. It's just abandoned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like much how like Baltimore people... is was. Ish. Yeah, but Baltimore yeah, always got yeah. people out. That's the difference That's between true. Baltimore and Philly. Mm. The streets is, you know, you're going to see people just out and about. In Detroit, it's, it's just really desolate. Abandoned. It's really wow. abandoned. Like, it ain't nobody there. So, it, it's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. 
about Detroit. She said the same exact thing. She, yeah, it's, it's more abandoned than yeah. like whoa. Like there are blocks that are this abandoned blocks. That's abandoned houses. That's wow. burnt out houses where people probably burnt their houses just for insurance. And you know the city, you wow. know, is trying to rebound economically. So yeah, it is what it is, but. Man, we got a lot to cover, so you know, let's let's get into it. And you know, for that, I want to apologize because I know my schedule's been hectic. Now nah, we back. Break it down yeah. into season, so we can give you more content. But yeah. black explaining, we here as long yeah. as there's two of us, we got to keep the show rolling. So that's the yeah. new rule. We got to keep it. Yeah, keep it Welcome. going. So. All right, so George Floyd, the one year anniversary. That was a quick year. Very quick said. year. So, I mean, of course, you know, the media's been covering it, you know, pretty much all week. A lot of stuff about this police brutality. You had the Elizabeth City thing. It's just so forth and so on. Cover us. Yeah, and another one happened with it, um, Alabama, about the um, the cops. This happened a couple of years ago, but... Yeah, when they, when they, when they, when they beat, when they, when they tased them, they, they really did something. Yeah, they basically gave him the Rodney King beatdown. Exactly. Right. I mean, there's so many that they all And they had that fluke report. Right. They had the fluke report. The report said nothing. Right. That he died of a car accident. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yes. This in, was Louisiana. Otherwise, yeah. This was in Louisiana. Yes. Okay. They okay. On the police report. Yeah. They actually tased him and beat him to death. Yeah. That's why it, 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 you can't you can't be accountable for yourself. Let me you tell know, you place. something. You can't defund this thing. You have to tear it down and rebuild it because the whole yeah. system is it's it's corrupt. It's the it's whole jacked. entire system is corrupt, and unfortunately, you know, we have like they're all in bed with each other. We say this time and time again. The prosecutors mm-hmm. are in bed. The the state's attorneys they're all in bed with each other. They're all protecting each other and. Mm-hmm. You know, time and time again, we're seeing a situation where these police officers are lying on the reports. And so. Yeah. And the crazy yeah. part is, it's, it's, it's in plain view. Yeah. Enough is enough. I mean, what do we do? How do we move forward? Like, what does progress look like? How does change look like? How does it begin? How does it start? Like, what, what does that yeah. policy really look like? I mean, I know we have the George Floyd uh, policing bill or whatever the hell they're calling it. But does yeah. it go far enough? You yeah. know, is and it look, going to really prevent black people from dying? Exactly. Because that name, it, 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 that's a whole laundry, that's a whole laundry list of names that it should be the everybody report. It should be all those names, all those names, all those names. Yeah. It's really crazy. It should be all of those names. And and, and it just it, so, so when you really hear, you will get the impact and you will feel like, wow, okay, this is bigger than just any one person one entity this is a real pandemic epidemic but what do you do when the state now we're we're not just talking about this local mm-hmm. we're not just talking about an isolated incident yep. when we're talking about states putting in barriers to right. insulate these institutions right um you know like the state that's a state mandate that it, north carolina they don't release video recording that's for, that's from the higher up the mm-hmm. only level that's higher than that is the federal government yeah and federal Which, government and state can't intertwine 
Well, no, so, the federal government can come in and intervene in some of these cases, but they will have to open up like the civil rights investigation, like they're doing with um, uh, uh, Derek Chauvin in some of these cases. And they will, you know, because remember, we just got confirmed uh, the first black woman, I believe, that um, is going to be working with the civil rights department of the DOJ. So I do believe they're going to really start looking into some of these cases and looking at the civil rights uh, violations. And once they open that up for discovery, you're going to find a lot. And a lot of these police departments are going to be, um, you know, are, are going to be investigated. So that's yeah. good. But I think that still, though, like you said, Jay, we still have to hit it from a policy level on the state level. Now, check this out. I thought about this the other day. And I'm like, OK, look, we've got the Black Lives Matter groups. We have our AAPI organizations. We've got our LGBT community, uh, community organizations. We've got our, you know, um, organizations for people of disabilities and so on and so forth. I'm like, we need to come together as a coalition, like honestly, and move as a unit and fight for, you know, all of our interests. You see what I'm saying? When certain bills are starting to, you know, come up in certain local governments, like we have to be there. We have to apply the pressure. And the only way to really do that is it takes numbers in mass. Like, I don't know how else we really enact that change without moving as one unit and really applying the pressure on the state level. Yeah, we have to definitely start grassy um, roots in a lot of these initiatives and efforts. Yes. Definitely. And we have to start doing that prior to election season. Like, do it so that in order for us to get our votes, these are the things that need to be happening. You know, these are initiatives that need to be supported in order to get our votes. Yes. And not in hopes to get your votes, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. For example, like when a lot of these, so when the police department, so like when they have their, you know, their annual budget hearings in certain cities and state, like, like we need to be there. There needs to be representation always. It needs to be like, yeah. you know, Period. to be there, to show up, to, yeah. you know, because of everything. For everything. And that's, Unfortunately, that's how it works in this country. That's how you disentangle, you know, these policies. That's how you strip down and rebuild oh. these policies. We have to show up and apply that pressure. Uh, no, sir, not on my watch. You know, we have to yeah. bombard our state legislators. If you want my vote, you need to do A, B, C, D, X, Y, and Z, period. And if you don't, I'm going to come for yeah. your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we really have to be ruthless in that way because all the time we're saving our lives. We got to be ruthless in it because because in all honesty, that's what's been going on for for years. Yes. We've been there yes. like we've been fighting. I mean, like, you know, in, 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 in pockets, the the, 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 the the push is stronger than in other pockets. You know, pockets of time, you know, when a George Floyd and it blows up and the civil rights and it blows up. But then it kind of goes, you know, it's kind of like in, in, in seasons. But we have to all of those low points or points of, you know, disengagement we have to really buff up and and it needs to be consistent 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 we need to be all but that comes with the organization yeah that just comes I really with organization. Think all groups need to come together you know as a coalition like we have to work to each with each other yeah. for our own interest because you know if certain policy you know that protects the lgbt community like that impacts us all you know same thing with black people you know to get yeah, certain no policy doubt. passed that protects black yeah. people like it, it impacts us all we all win and we have right. to move as a unit strategically you know to make sure that certain policy 
you know, is enacted in this country. And the only way you do that is you have to show up in mass. Calls, emails, senators, governor, yo, hello? You know, like, come on. We have to be, we have to be more strategic because they're not taking us seriously, yo. They're not taking us seriously. And in the meantime, you know, more and more black men and women are going to die. You know? Absolutely. And no one's going to die. Yeah, them in their pockets, too. Yeah, I'm like, and, and and with the Louisiana case, I haven't really um done a whole lot of research. But I'm like, has anyone lost their job yet? I know the one one police officer committed suicide, but have we heard of any firings? I mean, like there yeah. should be from the top down, like so many people, yeah. like you know, like participated in the cover up of this murder. Like, really? Is no one in jail? Not only do you need to be fired, but you need to be in jail, dog. Well, dog, right, right. So many need to be in jail. You know, you know? And, and this and is what you think about from the beginning. Okay. Like this is nothing yeah. new. This is a problem. This exactly. is as Americans. This is Bobby King all over. This is just everybody America. all over. This is everybody all over. Yes. And and if you really think about it, you know, um from the first slave killed in America. Slave catchers. Because yeah. that's really what it. Uh, when I watched that video of the Luen, of the Louisiana situation, I was like, mm, "It's very reminiscent, you know, to like slave cash. Like you went after him because he was quote unquote running away, or you thought he was going to run right. away because he was breaking the law. So yeah. because you that's just like Andrew Bryan, right? They jumped out the back of a pickup truck. How symbolic is that? Exactly. Because you run away, do you know where he live at? You got his information, you know, and to hear that brother beg and plead for his life, man. And I mean, the nasty things that these people said, um, like, yo, we have a, we have a major problem in this country and, you know, they just better be lucky that black people don't want revenge. And I know people say that, but it's the truth, man. But I'm like, I don't know how long that we can just sit on our hands and be good American citizens before we just like, you know what? Then we're going to put justice in our own hands. I mean, shoot, we put justice in our own hands when it comes to street justice, right? Yeah. But there's usually no repercussions for that. Well, that's so. true. <laughs> but you know, the <laughs> But you, you know, but what's the real slick thing about it too is that even revenge is, is expensive. It Have is. you seen the price of bullets? There's no ammunition out there. That's not a coincidence that they bought all that shit up. Mm. You know, so it, they they know it's coming. They you know they they trying their best to curtail a lot of that a lot of that stuff. But yeah, it's the the nonsense have not ceased, and you know. They're gearing up, and eventually we're gonna have to gear up as well, too. I hate to put it in those terms, but at this point, it is what it is. Yeah, like they really I mean, are gearing up for a quote-unquote civil war. These these. I mean, they did. They want all the smoke. Yeah, they want yeah. It all. They do, but a lot of the stuff that I mean, really, but many of them gonna be fighting each other. Uh, I agree with that. You, you, you damn know, right. Yes, I agree with that. We like, look, yeah, look, look at the capital. money, go to work, take care of my family. I want to exactly. go home at night. We know we fight no damn civil will for y'all. This y'all country. I have that shit. Thank Burn you. Burn it down. One of those be like, nah, let y'all fight take y'all fight. Just stock exactly. up and protect your own home. Yeah. Stock up and protect your own home. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of people that's fed up, my, my southern brother, my southern brethren, Kwame Brown, mama's cooking on some hoes. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's my son. He's my son. I know for the last 20 years, he's been the butt of all NBA jokes. So this started last week out when I was on the road. I was watching. Um, I actually saw the episode of No Smoke Podcast that had Gilbert Arenas up there. Yeah. And it was talking about, you know, this basketball in general. And, you know, they kind of, you know, when they get to talk about people that's not that good, of course, the name Kwame Brown came up. Now, Kwame Brown was the, what, 2001 first pick from the Washington Wizards. I remember that. Yeah, I remember like yesterday too, because that was the year that Michael Jordan came back. Yep. And Michael Jordan surprised he came back. And yeah. not even knowing that a lot more details about that whole draft Situation. came out. And it makes a lot of sense. That they, they drafted him just to leverage so they can get Elton Brand. And exactly. And that makes a lot of sense because you're right. Why would Mike come back and want to want to play with? I mean, I don't know. But a high schooler, Mike, you know, they come from a different breed, a different pedigree. Just like you said, them old school players, they want veterans. They want, even in football, all the sports really across the board. Back then, that old school mentality is they want veterans, people who are seasoned, and not going to be out there making mistakes. Yeah, definitely. Kwame was one of those players because I remember that's at the time I was definitely going to the Wizards game because mm -hmm. at that point, Jordan was getting back and the tickets was just about to start going skyrocketing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they was enjoyable to watch, and he was a very young prospect. Mm -hmm. He had decent upside. One of the things, if the out as a sports fanatic, when you're a center, you have to be paired up with a great a guard to compliment you. If you don't have nobody feeding you, you're not going to produce. And we have seen that time and time again since Kwame. Mm -hmm. But you know, evidently Kwame got tired of hearing all the damn jokes, and he came out with a swinger. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkling mama's Mama cooking on everybody yo, yeah, Stephen A. Smith the Matt Barnes Stephen Jackson Stephen Jackson anybody, Jamel Hill anybody Jamel. that wanted, that jumped in it he he, he, he got in it he I loved it a little bit and I feel like it kind of Okay, granted, the whole situation kind of started messed up, but I feel like now his name is back out there, and I'm like, now like he's he's part of the pop culture lexicon at this moment, and if he's smart, he'll use it to his advantage and capitalize on on this popularity right now, and 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 do something great with it. I mean, hey, yeah. they're talking about you, you know, your yeah. name is out here, like you know, and, and for the younger kids that didn't didn't even know who he is, you know who he is now. Yeah, they do. And I mean, and he's not talking any. I mean, he's been. He's I just look at it like this. Straight. Exactly. I like when the so-called. I always root for the underdog. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just a, unless it's my team. You know what I'm saying? Outside of my team, I root for the underdog. Absolutely. So that's right. kind of like my mentality. Yes. And, 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 you know, you get picked on for for. All, and he has been being picked on for all them years. I mean, yeah, I mean 20 years later. And y'all tapping each other on the leg, and they keep saying this, that, and the other. So he went at him. He went at him. I mean, these guys played on teams with this guy. Yeah. You know, y'all were around him in his presence. At least I know um 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 Stephen Jackson has, and, and and Gilbert Arenas too. But you know, he went, he went, he went all in, and I can't even um fault him for it. I'm happy that and he's really. I just like how. He's letting everything loose with no like a uh, 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 governing body. Yeah, it's yes. like you're really seeing somebody. Look, yeah. I'm free. Because he's I not don't, nobody. Nobody. 
I don't. He doesn't have to hold his tongue for anybody. He said, I don't have to do, you know, if I don't have a job. Is what he, I can't get fired. He said something like that. But he's created a job. He's created a lane. Watch and subscribers. Podcast next. Watch. Okay. Yes. But, you know, he, he played it real smart because I've been, he's pretty much been my spirit animal for the last week or so. Mm-hmm. And just learning so much about him because, to be honest, I never heard Kwame talked his whole he NBA career at all. So to kind of hear him talk in his maturity level, because he reminds me of Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. He, he's really leaning into the whole Southern draw. I mean, yeah, this very mature, very wise very beyond very his wise. beyond his age. He is but very wise. Out of all this dialogue and stuff, there, there's a narrative that has been going around in the media for a while. And that's something that I think a lot of people's brought. I mean, he definitely has brought a lot of awareness to it. Is this that there's a very there's a stigma of how black athletes and just blacks in general being portrayed in the media, and the fact that you know they're now weaponizing other blacks mm. to talk down on blacks, right. and that's, that's a very growing trend. Yeah, they've been doing that out, right. He definitely he called it down the line. He pretty much put uh, Stephen A. out there. I mean, there's been years of complaints about him. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's he, you know he when it comes to Kaepernick, he's on this side, but let it be somebody else. He's he walks that fine line. And the same thing with Charlemagne and God. You know, he he played that whole thing, and he's like, you know, he tried to be an advocate for black rights, but at the same token, you kicking some you kicking a black man while he's down. They and that's actually what have some type of personal in a, you know interweavings because they're from the same Thank community. You. Thank so you. Two stones, and then next thing you know, he bore back up his dirt, and now his money and stuff is getting up there. So yeah, there's and a lot of lessons to be learned. Fired. A whole lot of lessons to be learned. And when he did, see, I didn't like the Charlemagne whole, I guess, leave him alone thing because it was like you're going to. Say leave them alone. So you're advocating. Look, back off. You know, you done wrong. You play. You mess with them for far long enough. But at the same time, you're gonna bring up this dirt about. When but that's who Charlemagne is. He's a bitch. You're playing both sides. Word. But that's right? what he's. He's messy, yo. I don't even messy. know why this guy even right. has had this platform for so long. He's whack as hell, yo. Thank I you. don't like Charlemagne. He's fake as fuck. You know, he's always talking about black excellence, black pride, this and this and that. But he, you know, but exactly, he's and he is face. disrespectful. Remember, I Master P pulled this card. Disrespectful. Fedro Star pulled this card. A lot of people who Birdman, what? Birdman somebody pulled this card. Face one time, somebody, yeah, somebody on the streets. Right. They ran up on him. <laughs> Like, and wow. that's what Fredro was saying. And Fredro stood up right in the studio. Was like, "What's up? Right now, what's I up?" Got time today. I got, yes. And he and powers the like a little ass bitch that he is every mm-hmm. single time. Like, uh, cut, mm-hmm. cut, cut his mic. Cut his. And mic. then he tried to uh, 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 swerve it too. Because when um, what was it? Uh, 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 not Rick Ross. It was, it was it was it was Birdman, and he yeah. said something. Why wasn't you being so oh, uh, tough with? I'm, just, I'm just the media guy. He said, funny. "I'm being tough with you." I love. He said, I'm, "But I'm doing it with you, though." I loved it. What's up? Birdman I'm, had time that he he wanted all the smoke. He wanted all the smoke. He made all a grand entrance, what? and he made a grand exit. <laughs> 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 he said, "Is you finished or is you done?" 
But yeah, like we got to yeah. stop that. I mean, especially like if you have a major platform, you know, where you're viewed by tons of millions, thousands of people, followers, whatever the case may be. You know, I just do think that we do have a responsibility to each other. I mean, we can yeah. disagree. We can critique. Right. But we don't have but to dog each other out. Exactly. We don't have to go so low and hit a low blow. Critiquing isn't meant to be disrespectful. It's just a a, a critique and we can all have our own opinions and disagree, but okay, there's a limit. There's boundaries here. You know, the kick the kick a man when he down is kind of just insane. The man played 13 years in a league. That's what he was like. How can I be a bust? Even Jalen. Jalen. That was Jalen really was like, hey, look, he, he made it. He said eight years ago. Millions of dollars. Yeah. He said this years ago. Yeah. When, when, when when uh when uh Stephen A was going on a yeah. rant, he kept trying to overspeak because that's what Stephen A does. He tries oh, to over talk you and he just tries to dominate the airwaves. And that's what how he made a name for himself, just kind of being this loud mouth, right. you know, type of type of personality. And now that's yeah. why I'm yeah, on Dan Jalen was in the same boat too, though. Dan Levitard. Jalen was very much in the same boat because he was the butt of jokes when they was talking about Kobe dropped 81 on him. Yeah, it's true. So when they try to make that was make, act like Jalen was a scrub, I'm like, wait a minute, this is Fab Five Jalen we're talking yeah. about. So. Well, we, but they couldn't hold that with Jalen for too long. But I mean, he had okay, he got he got cooked by Kobe. I mean, it's okay, man. Who don't? Yeah. Thank you. He's cooked everybody. That's just the one game he scored the most. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that one kind of hurt, exactly. you know? Now, but at the end of the day, it's cold. Now, let me say, I know within our culture, though, it is what we do. So, you know, sometimes right. amongst men, it can get a little chippy and go below the belt. Yes, I get okay. that. But, okay, that's when you're in the barbershop, when you're on the street, when you're in a bar, when you're right. out with friends. Exactly. But when you have a mic in front of your face, you have you're a professional one, you have you're a certain responsibility. Exactly. Right. Professionality. Exactly. Hello? Professionalism. It's just that simple. And white folks don't do that to each other? Like, come on, fam. Like, there's a certain level of respect there, a certain... Like you said, being professional and, you know, I, I, I've made a commitment to myself. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tear down black women, black people. I'm not going to do that necessarily. Because that's all to more about me than it does about anybody else. Thank you. It's all to the detriment of yourself Mm -hmm. because everybody has character and everybody has waves and type of energy, internal energy. Exactly. And so the internal energy that you put out there is eternal energy that you'll find surrounding you but it's all comes from within if i'm evil if i'm mean if i'm snobbish if i'm all of these negative things and that's what i'm spewing out you're going to find even the kindest person that may walk past may you know you might i mean you done pissed them off too exactly like so now with negative atmosphere yeah. and it's just a clash. People have to check themselves. Really? People have to calm down, yeah. stop turning each other down because really they have some type of torment inside of it. They felt yes. they've been turned t- t- torn That's down in the past. People. It has to come from somewhere. Hurt people, hurt people. Now Charlemagne is a bitch. I'm gonna say that. Yes, I'm gonna turn <laughs> him down because he is, and he 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 really just does deserve that at this point in the game. I just think this personally, as we do pop. Ooh. As we do podcasting, it's just that it's one of those things that we just have to be a little bit more conscious that when we're putting ourselves out there in the media, that we have to definitely treat each other with proper respect. Yeah, we have to be adults. Yeah, you have to be adults. You have to be adults with some type of ethics. You know what I'm saying? We all have ethics. We all have morals. These are the things that that are instilled in us as youth at our youngest stages. 
That's what they teach us. Where does it fall off? You know, where do we go astray? When no, the thing is, is that when the when the lights and the cameras is on us, we get the that's when we become more reckless. Because I've seen people that had a lot of codes of ethics that was in the streets. Now, I mean, how many times we have watched Vlad videos where you got people that have done allegedly, you know, some of the most heinous stuff get up there, brag about what they what they have done. It's crazy. Yeah. Knowing that they don't have no statutes of limitations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. like, come on, like, look. I mean, we all know that, you know, shock kind of sells, but at at some point, especially now with COVID, everybody's mental health is taking a hit, regardless of how sane you think you are. We all have kind of suffered just being, you yeah. know, being yeah. held in captivity. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to like really self-evaluate that look. Mm. We don't have to, you know, moving forward, we don't have to like really tear each other down because at the end of the day, it's really starting to separate becoming an us versus them. And we have to start empowering our people to, you know, so that we can stick together. But yeah. yeah. It's a growth process. And, And in order to grow as a people, we have to mature as a people. Really, that's what we really have to do. Mature. Each individual mature. And as that becomes that the individuality becomes a movement or a mass, you'll start to see widespread change. But it all starts with one spark and i think that that cold i mean that that kwame was the spark for you know a growth because yeah. and to have that conversation with, and to have yeah. that real conversation that's something that exactly you know that we haven't really addressed because it really speaks to a larger issue in how we relate and react to one another you know yeah. i mean yeah. because it's it, and we've all seen it. it's amazing how people were shucking job for whitey but as soon as we get around mm, like, you know, nasty, like, really? Like, what are we doing here? Like, come on now. Like, we can't afford to be on opposite sides of anything in we this can't. country. We are but a mere uh, blip in a bucket, or at least that's what they say in terms of the United States right. population. So let's just go with And that. representation and strength exactly. and power. But they lie. But you're right, right, though. So, like, we just can't afford to. We don't, we don't have enough political power or you know, in this country, we, we just don't have that. So we just have to always be lockstep with the, with the, with each other and choose to uplift and support one another at all times. And, and, and we can yeah. have those side conversations privately. Yeah. And we do need to, do, to start to th- think and look at things in context. It's a context to everything that, that happened. He kept saying, you picking on an 18 year old kid. Right. I'm a 40 year old man. Now. And when you look at it, I looked at those pictures because I started going back, looking at the pictures when he was initially drafted. He was an right, baby. He was he like a baby. Yeah. Now he's seven foot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when you looked in his face, he had the afro, his hair out. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a young kid. And he didn't have the tutelage that he should have had. You know, things have changed in the NBA now. Right. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, he 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 didn't have that support at the time. And to be honest with you, a lot of that might have been uh, because of a lot of jealousy. I mean. Can you imagine? He didn't go to college or nothing. He exactly. flipped. He skipped from high school and be, was the first overall pick. Yeah. So that right there says a lot. And it could have been a lot of jealousy and envy. On undertones going on. I agree. And, and he probably was beat up in the league, yeah. especially by the old reason why he shouldn't have excelled. I, I mean, I remember when it was a draft, like we, I just knew, oh my God, you know, like this guy's going to be old. great. He's going to be a star. And I'm just like, oh, uh, maybe not. But 
just the world of professional sports in general, it's a cutthroat business. You know, people are jockeying for position. There's only a certain amount of players that's allowed on each team. There's a lot of backdoor politics. And, of course, when you're 18 years old, you're out there thrown with the wolves, you know. And if you don't have the support or the family structure that can really – that have really built you up to stand firm and stand tall, then, yeah, you're bound to fall for anything. But luckily for him, he did have a great moral ground with himself. He got to move his mom out out the hood into, like he said, a golf course community. He kept a lot of his money. Yes, he won! He's very much into our agriculture and farming down there, so yeah. he's doing his own thing. A lot of he's a winner. He's, he's a, a winner, won. but they try to make him out to be a loser. And see, that's the problem. That's the problem. Exactly. It's a lot of people who career didn't go in the direction in which you would they presumed or they prospected. But you won't just want to just oh you're a loser. We're gonna x you out. You're not part of this. When you walk into the room, you're the laughing stock. I mean, come on, that's man. Stephen A. Smith, you ain't that great just because you loud and you yelling. And you, and even with this apology, because he issued, he didn't issue an apology. I, I take that, that back. But he he responded. He did. And in his response, his whole response was a blooper clip of his highlights. That's that what was I so saw. disappointing. His that was whole disappointing. thing was predicated and based on Kwame's worst plays, right? right? And dogging them, you weren't good as a basketball player. You were terrible. You were terrible. You and even if that's the case, Awful. like enough what? is enough. I mean, at some point, like, 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 what are we doing? What are you he's, doing? He's totally not reading, reading the, not, reading the room because it's like even Kwame, Javale McGee, JaVale are, even though they both played for the Wizards, it, there's a growing theme about about the media picking on. Young black athletes. Okay, yeah, we get it. It's cool, but samples of. But they're yeah. not gonna pick on Kyrie. They're not gonna pick on Russ. They're not gonna pick. Right. On, I mean, they oh, try to pick on LeBron, but LeBron want they want all the smoke. Okay, so it's like right. hey, you and can do that to certain guys. On, certain guys right. are gonna um, bark back. Now they weren't expecting Kwame to have all this bark back, and and it's like he was time enough because he was a sleeper. He was like a like a like a bear. In hibernation. He's like, oh, right? uh, uh, did somebody say my name? <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Yeah. And see, they can't afford to diss everybody. They got to highlight the great players in the league. But on the same token, on the opposite side of that token, because what can you really say about the greatest players? I mean, they could be dirt dog and terrible in their own private life. Not saying that any of them are. Mm. But if they that good, they're going to ride that as a league. You got to ride because that's what... Yeah. You're selling. In this you know new media, if they got dirt on you, no matter how good you are, ask Tiger Woods. They will te- if they can tear you down, oh, they will. Just to but you. the main man, no, you know, right. his situation is a little even more shady now. What's the guy, Ooh. the football player? The guy who's Ooh, having issues in Houston? Oh, Deshaun. Deshaun yeah. on Washington. Watson. Yeah. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another story. Yeah. So I, I got another topic. I got another topic. So also, I mean, not to even get into deep into the whole Joe Button podcasting, because we I think everybody by now that has a podcast has come up with thinking pieces of that. Yeah. But this is more of the moral of the story about working with friends mm. and trying to grow a business or start a business with friends. That was something that while he was going through his issues, that was something that kind of 
It was very interesting, to say the least, because I consider us kind of, we are friends. We're trying to grow kind of like a podcast together. And this is how relationships and working with each other. And I actually work, I have a supervisor that's a close friend of mine. And trying to keep those respectable boundaries from being a friend and also being a co-worker has also, you know, created, I would say, challenges. I mean, it's it's pretty sweet, but when public comes around you have to kind of switch up code you know so how y'all feel about starting businesses with friends and colleagues you want to go low or you want me to go i'll I'll keep it very short i just think if you're going to start a business with friends one the foundation has to be the passion of whatever it is that you're doing so it doesn't become about money and when it does become about money when you get so big you just make sure you have your paperwork and you know in 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 yeah. you know contracts resolve all of that have everything spelled out written out boom 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 sound on the data line we're good shouldn't be any issues from there yeah I, I feel like um you just have to have you have to be organized and everybody have to be on the same page i look at and and, and, and a lot of the, the having the your, your contracts and everything in order mm-hmm. is huge i look at some people like though because you know jimmy jam and terry lewis have never at least that's what they say they say they've never signed a contract you know? wow. everything 50 50. they said i don't care if you made the whole beat Love it. And, and i wasn't even in the studio it don't even fucking matter and if i make the whole beat it don't matter we splitting it down the middle 50 50. but they got love for each other that's exactly. they, you know Real you know so so exactly the and way. they understand the bigger picture exactly. they just understand the bigger picture that's why they've been so successful they believe in each other exactly and that's and you know what I'm saying? They believe in each other. And if you believe in each other, I think that boom, you 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 gonna win. You know what I'm saying? At least on some level, you know, you you you'll have some success. And but you know, it just like you said, but the organization having uh everything clear, laid out, putting everything on the table, not being secretive and and kind of kind of shisty, I guess. You know, some people and that's things that come into a, a vision as things happen right. some stuff you don't see up front but as things happen and situations come about then you say okay this is how you act under this circumstance okay so you gotta and it's just like relationships it is, it's just it like is relationships. A open communication you know what i'm saying yeah well, you know money is a key indicator yeah. always but yeah. it's always about the money and it's about sometimes it's about limelight who getting the most shine? You know, new edition. They was all getting the same, but who was getting the most shine? Bobby had enough of Ralph being in the front. Yeah. I don't think it had shit to do with money. That's true. It did <laughs> in a way. Ego. But Bobby was tired of that shit. Bobby said, I, you know what I'm saying? And he, that's why he went solo. And the money did play a part in it, but he didn't like that Ralph was the leader. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but. Just imagine like we're taking a hobby that we're doing just for the love of it, right? And then it grows into it grows into a real business entity. And then you got all this other stuff that's going into it. And then like you said, egos and stuff. It's very hard, especially when you're friends and you're doing stuff that's kind of a hobby and it turns into a business. Mm-hmm. Cause you still be looking at stuff as if, as if it's a hobby. Like, yeah, you know, I, 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 
you know, keep it free flowing when it's like, yo, we now got contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We now got business office propositions and mm-hmm. different, you know, other entities going that we have to take things serious. And when other people don't, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and for, you know, for friends to be working in that capacity, that's, I think it's one of those things, those conversations have to be had and they're, they're tough. Absolutely. Communication up front and you know up front and, and periodically up front first but also periodically yeah, and, and, and really regularly change. absolutely as things change as things evolve as you know the uh, the finances evolve money evolves like you have to constantly have those conversations like you said making sure everybody's on the same page everyone show their hand this is what yeah, it is any problems if yeah. any problems let's address it now like. Open, yeah. honest communication, but like you said, also having that paperwork, that's important. Having yeah. everything it's... clear and outlined. And that paperwork be bullshit sometimes because, you know, I look at the T, you ever seen like the TLC shit? Yeah. Yes. That's bullshit because my thing is they did they paperwork. They were uh, 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 in, in the midst of the, of, the, of the best, you know, people. It's Peppy, Pebbles, right? It was Pebbles. It was L.A. Reed. It was Babyface, one of the face records. And all of these giants in the game. And they dicked them. Because how do you sell 70 million records and don't got no money mm. as the group? They wasn't blowing their money like that. Yeah. That shit is a fucking... It's no way. They said they at the end of the shit, they were getting checks for like $40,000. I think that magic word would be accounting. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the money. Something's wrong though. All three of them dumb. Money. Yeah, but they had like a really crappy contract too. Like exactly. their yes. was terrible. That's why like, you hire residuals. a lawyer, pay and that look money, like- and get someone who is paid to 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 advocate on your behalf, yes. your interest Trust the to person. look over yes. that contract. Not no, not, you're right. not the labels lawyer, not whoever's exactly. lawyer, not the corporate lawyer. This is my lawyer. Yes, you're right. And then look at Tony Braxton. It's the same thing. Exactly. And this happens all of the time. All All these artists ain't dumb, dog. They're geniuses. And and, 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 and it's just, I don't know, they're they're abused. Because had they not signed the contract, sometimes you got to wait a shit. If you not signed a contract, would they have even blown up as a group at all? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Would they ever made it to that level of fame? Like, you just don't know, you know? But when L.A. Reid and Pubbles, and, they, and they're strong on P. P. Diddy, look at all these people he put, he, he put out there. And some of them have made it. Some of them are like, I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a shysty, shit, shit-ass game. You know what I'm saying? And artists have been in, in history, it's decades of this shit. Decades of this shit, because it's no standard. It's no standard in the music business. It's just like this, this fucking independent just, contractor. You play it how you play it when it's your turn, type of shit. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? That's- it's no standard. And that's why the game's so fucked up. You know? And a lot of times that's why they say you selling your soul, because you are, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You might not really be selling your internal soul, but you selling your your physical property. And you giving it away for others to profit. Even in the NBA, it's the same fucking thing. But the only thing difference with the NBA is it's a standard. So you can take it back. But but it still ain't a standard because all these niggas go broke at the end. Hmm. It's like, what's the percentage, Jay? What's the percentage, low? 
It's a huge percentage. The majority of them file bankruptcy. It might be more so. 70% go broke after five years. 70% after five years of leaving the league. That's crazy. But then you are going to have some business sound people, which are going to be the minority of the people. But it's not structured. You're almost better going, getting a job, working a job for 30 fucking years, getting a retirement, and then riding it off. Because the only difference is you weren't able to live extravagant Bentleys and shit, but you were able to budget your money, find where your shit balances out at, and stride on there and ride on into the sunset. Boom. Whereas these other motherfuckers, they losing everything, they taking their houses, taking their cars because they don't understand. They, they get half these motherfuckers is coming from the hood anyway. They young. Well, not I'm not saying they're coming from the hood, but they're not coming from that type of money. That financial literacy. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole generational curve, too. That's not their fault. It's our fault. Because as a community, these are the type of shit we need to be motherfucking exposing ourselves to at a young age. Hmm. This should be not when you make it to the league and you 22 and every nigga, they got to practice. Like- got time to be fucking looking over numbers. These motherfuckers got to play on Sunday. Hmm. But that's where the exploitation comes into play because artists, they're all about the art. And they live off of their art. But the business por- portion, that's where you got your predator lawyers, accountants, Thank you. people that can know how to hide and Thank you. Shit, you know, these niggas got lawyers. Yeah. That's my whole thing. They got lawyers. The lawyers taken off the top. And the Goyans are saying, yeah, that's a good contract. Why? Because they shit all right. They cut good. They don't really. It's, it's, it, you got Master P a different breed. He ain't no great rapper. That nigga a great businessman. And he just used rap, didn't use rap. He participated in rap in order to thrive in business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Happening. And then some motherfuckers are just that great at rap that they can go through or music that they can go through their ups and downs like Nas. Nas went through the upset, but he was that good. The Fresh Prince, Blue is first mid, Shaquille O'Neal, Blue is first, but they's that good and, 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 and savvy, and, and, and they were able to survive, you know? But but the game has Talented to have enough success to stories. You know what I'm saying? But the game has to have success stories. Because without any success stories, everybody would be like, fuck it. But it's like winning a lottery, though. You know what I'm saying? But if that one chance is there, you'll have people that flood. You have people that flood it. So they gotta have their 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 staple motherfuckers who 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 are the goal, who are the dream. We call that the golden carrot. Yes, you gotta have the golden carrot. And that's how that, that shit set up, especially entertainment, because it's all illusionary. These motherfuckers are lying. They're not lying, they're acting, they're doing their jobs, but it's it's all an illusion. You know what I'm saying? Denzel Washington don't even walk around half the time. Look, I seen this nigga looking straggly in the motherfucker. You seen him at the games? Looking <laughs> crazy like a crazy nigga. Looking crazy. But trying to get free. Michael Jackson used to have to the best, you know, he doing Michael Jackson thriller. So he knows all of these great costumes and he's rich beyond this. And he has access to all of this stuff. Sometimes it's not about money, it's about access. Mm-hmm. And the people with access, they're the ones with the real power. Exactly. It's yeah. the access. If you got resources and access, fuck money. 
what I need money for if I run a landscaping company mm. and I got all the equipment? Mm. That's I'm true. Get the money. Exactly. And I can hire and I can exploit motherfuckers who will do the job for what me. they do. Yeah. But I think in most cases, there are exceptions to the rule, but those that have money have the access and vice versa. Yeah, oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. It definitely is. But even if you got money, what you gonna do? That's why the motherfuckers go broke. Yeah. What the fuck you gonna do with it? Just spend it? Exactly. Look at Mike Tyson. And I was thinking, when we talking about Kwame Brown, Mm -hmm. Mike Tyson was just like Kwame Brown. The only difference is Mike Tyson, the biggest difference, Mike Tyson was just stellar, right? He's this boxing guru, right? He's knocking motherfuckers out. He's the most exciting motherfucker. But look what all and 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 they kept all this shit under the rug. This shit been going on with Mike. But when it was time for Mike, when Mike wasn't a cash cow no more like he once was, yep. they dogged him. Everybody left him. But yeah, those hangarounds, hangarounds. But yeah. he had this type of strength, knowledge, and all of this shit that he was able to capitalize on. And he has so much wisdom based on all these things that he's gone through. And everybody's interested in his story. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what sparked Kwame in that sense. They, 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 they relate. Well, because we never really like, heard from him, right? Never. Until now. Until now, he's been the butt of the jokes. He's been like this, you know, like this mystery figure, this, you know, this, this, this moment in time that we talk about, but we've never got his side of the situation and now he's like he's having his moment he is and i love yeah. it i, I mean I love it. loving it. he is like hey look not to change Frank the subject but i have to ask you this what is a song right these fireworks oh it's fireworks going off oh you can't hear him okay wow like they're going off. Okay, sorry, about that. summertime. What man? We start in May. It on into August. Okay, that's how we do in the south side. Dog, this summertime, this year, summer twenty one. Oh, it's gonna be eighty. Gonna last until summer two thousand twenty. Basically, I'm we'll like three years already. And let me tell you something. Like, I don't even have to go nowhere Fourth of July because I literally have like oh, I know. the best Fourth of July. Show no, you do gotta go somewhere right though. On my balcony, you do gotta go somewhere. Where gotta go? The balcony. Yeah, yo, and I redid my balcony too, man. I'm ready. Oh, it's lovely. What? Anyway, but I got this one question. Mm -hmm. Tell me a song that you don't that might be the best song ever, but you just don't even think about it until one night when you riding and that bitch come on the radio and you like, wow, this was the one. Don't have to be the best artist or the most famous artist, but what's that song? Cause I got one, y'all. I have one too. And it I'm just happened last night. Okay. Who who is it? What's the song? I want to hear y'all's first. I gotta pull it up. Because oh, I was wow. just That's literally had this moment the other day. I was like, oh my God, let me play that song again. It was so good. Oh man. Um what was the last thing I heard? I mean, probably you know what? Ever since the SWB voices, you know, versus um, yes. Yeah, not not Damn. Well, because they're sisters with voices. Sisters with voices versus say that three times, right? <laughs> right. Um, the one for me has just been even when like I'm brushing my teeth, all I hear is mm, 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 mm. you know, it's just been ingrained. Hey, young. All that 90s R and B, 
Because um, oh, the one thing now that I got this freaking iPhone, you know, they got the verses up there in iTunes. So mm-hmm. they did all they every time they do a verses, they put it on iTunes, like the, the curation. Okay. So I listen to that stuff. So yeah, definitely. Speaking of that, who's home? Who's competing this weekend? I think that is a versus. Isn't it Swiss? It's Swiss and Timberland. They're gonna be yeah, live in so Miami. Rematching? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's yours though? But then we gotta get right back to what you said. Hold on, it's the song called Changes. By Tupac? By Mother. Changes. Mother. I can't, I can't. I thought it had on my phone. But, um, oh my God, you would know the song. But it's like, Change. I can't, I don't know. By uh, Mother's Finest. That's what it's called. Love changes. Love, changes. Love changes. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. It's a beauty. Yeah. That don't like no doubt. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say. Them songs. Yeah. Those songs. That it's not the. But I'm gonna tell you, the one that got me. I'm gonna give you a hint. Mm. Featuring featuring RL. We can't be friends. Yes, Joe. That is hey, wow. God. That is a great song. Be friends. I still love that song. That's see, it's levels to this shit. It is, and that shit is uh, that's on some different it shit, is. dog. Vocally, lyrically, uh, just dog. like wow, you're right. Dog. The background vocal, they not hitting yes. the notes that you just would think that they gonna hit. They was fucking flexing that shit, dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dog, when the Back when you had to learn how to sing. Dog, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. This might be my... And I was thinking, I said, this sound like some shit. Whitney could... They should, Whitney should have sung this shit. Yeah, I mean... She but I looked the, up the producer. She has the range. Deborah Cox definitely has the range. Oh my God. Like, wow. When I looked up the producer, right. the producer is... He did Whitney shit. Really? He did Deborah Cox shit. Yes. Wow. He did some... I forget the... He, matter of fact, he did the junk. See, Whitney got a junk with Deborah Cox. And I think it's called she Strangers. Does. She does have a song with Deborah Cox. Same yeah. producer. Wow. Same producer. Wow. So I can't think of his name. Let me look up that to get this man his credit. Wow. Who That's awesome. Be Friends by Deborah Cox and all here. I love that song. Oh, my God. I used to listen to that song so many times. It's the beautiful After break up, like, oh. And, then, and how the song builds. I mean, at the yeah. end. The climax. Oh, my we God. We got a crescendo. Who produced? You said what? What's that called? A crescendo? Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, that is a beautiful song. And you feel it. Like, you yeah, feel it. If it touches you in your soul, you're like, oh, we can't be friends. Oh, God. It's For over. Chef Crawford. Chef Crawford. Oh, yeah, Chef Crawford. Yeah. And he's he's at a church. He, he has a, a, a church background. Yeah, I've heard of him before. Oh, okay. this motherfucker's a genius. Wow. Now, I ain't saying he going, they naming him like Quincy Jones, but when a motherfucker All you need is a do, song. Oh, my God. And, but when song, you make that song. type of song, that means you know, you you got skills, Joe. Yeah, yeah it's multiple geniuses. You, your average nigga, you don't accidentally make that song is what I'm saying. That shit ain't no accident. I mean, I mean that's probably one of the underrated classic R&B songs. Of the, what was that? What was that, like early 2000s? Yes. No, that was, was that? Yeah, I thought it was the late 90s. It might have been late 90s. Maybe, yeah. When year was that? 1999, though. We wow. right there. Okay. 99. Yo, there was so much good music in 99. Dog. 99 was like, wow. Epic. There was a lot of good music. Back when people used to.
used to make love to it. <laughs> Put it on music exactly. choice. Exactly. <laughs> Those are the songs that make you cry, that bring out true emotion. Exactly. When you had a playlist going oh my through God. the tapes. Matter of fact, let's create a playlist. That's what we need to do. We need to, to create a black splain and play. We should do a black splain. R&B junk, a hip hop junk, and an all mixed junk. Yeah. And don't call one of the junk just the classics. Hey, young. Mm. We can mock the yeah. uh, I think we can do that. I, I think, think that'd be dope as fuck. Yeah, absolutely. What? We I have mean. to figure out how to how we can play it so it don't, you know, monetize and all this other stuff. But we'll figure mm. that shit out. Right. But that's it's, yeah. I just had that when I heard the song. I was like, damn, my son Brian. Oh, he, he my son going on four, loving it. He, yeah, he's gonna be really crying again. though. My phone. I want to hear it again. We hear this thing. Yeah. Wow. And normally he I mean, it is a beautiful like I, I love song. I love singing that song. Like it really I, I enjoy singing that song. Like I mean wow. Like this shit's lo amazing. locally, lyrically, it's it's a beautiful It's a fucking perfect song. It's a perfect song. And then you it's have the song. duet, and then you have the dynamic of the duet on top of that. It's like, like that is a classic duet. Did y'all see the Marvin Gaye um thing on CNN? It was dope. I did not see it. You gotta go back and revisit it. Yeah, it's on CNN. Just talking about um, Mercy, Mercy Me. That yeah. album, really. Mm, yeah, which, you know, after when they had to board that up, I was like, yeah, that might be the greatest album of all time. I, it might, I, I, it yeah, might I be. I can see that. It was a story. Yes. It was, yeah. It was a theme. It was yes. just it well was thought out. That, that time in American history, but specifically Black culture what was happening in our community and if you play it now our perspective harder doesn't it yes going on inner city inner city yo inner city blues doesn't get oh as soon as it come on you be like oh i mean it just, it, just it, it touches your soul it's like oh god yeah, yeah. People don't understand. See, that's what we need to do. Right. We need to learn who the fuck we are. I agree. Yeah. And that's exactly. when everything will fucking change. I, I agree. We don't know who the fuck we, don't we know are. Our power. We're afraid of our history, though. We're afraid a lot, of our a lot of, a lot of younger ourselves. people are. We was forced to watch Roots and kind of get into it. Now, Ooh. I see so many people like, I don't do slavery. I don't, I don't do trauma. I don't do black yeah. trauma. But I will say, to your point, Jay, I remember I became a, a radical in like third grade when we had to sit there and watch these videos of black people getting a water hose on them and getting sick by dogs. I was like, I will never stand up and pledge allegiance to this motherfucking flag. Fuck that. In third fucking grade, I was like, no, no, God damn it. Just imagine, just imagine how much of a privilege that is. Yes. You know, in Texas, yeah, they actually taking the word slavery out, talking about some damn indention servitude or involuntary servitude. Really? Yeah. But how can they even do it? See, they, they, they can do it for their history. jurisdiction. Yeah, history. Right. That's they, they can do it. History. It's a bigger world than that. You know what I'm saying? You already know. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. The reality of January it. January 6th incident. Dog, we all watched it live in our living room as it, most of us, as it was happening. You can't tell me yeah. I didn't see what I saw. I was there. Dog, we could have okay. took a fucking 30-minute drive. You right. less, love. 
and been right there to see right. the shit. Okay, like, fam, really? Like, but that's what they're doing. Now. It's tr- what is happening in this country? They call it right an insurrection. They give it um, cute words. <laughs> it is strange what is happening. There, there is something really scary happening when they're but really you know trying to. It's probably history. not strange. Well, you're it's right. It's probably commonplace. Exactly. You're it's right. Probably- but they try to present pre pre present this fucking fake. It's all yeah. lies, lies, and and, and makes you question everything. Thank Even you. more so now. Like, well, what exactly. are you trying to lie about? Exactly. I know. I tweeted something on my Instagram. I was listening to a. Uh, there's a really good show. I said I tweeted something on my Instagram. I posted something on my Instagram. We we got it though. <laughs> All that shit. The Yo, same. If, if y'all don't have Sirius X, seriously, well, you have Sirius XM, uh, right? Yeah, I do. So yeah. Urban uh, Urban View is one of my favorite. You know, what's uh, the number? I think it's what like one twenty six. 126. Yes. It's like um it's it's all black. It's talk radio and they really go into uh-huh. it. It's it's unfiltered, it's raw. But anyway, so it's a young lady, her name is Larie uh Larie Daniel Favors. Anyway, so I put it something on my uh, Instagram. Yeah, so she basically talked about just touched on like all of these different massacres of black people that happened throughout this country at different points and it was it's just like and this is just what we know about. And it's just like, yo, and, and, and white people are having a reckoning in this country right now. And they, they're just so resistant because they're so embarrassed. There's there. I don't even know if it's a guilt thing. It's just like, oh God, you know, we want to. It's a fear thing. It's a fear thing. It's fear of losing privilege. It's a combination of all those feelings of negative feelings. Yeah. You know, to the point where they don't even want to share their history. They want to act like, oh, look at us now. But they don't even really want to share the truth. They 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 want to share those bullshit, but they want to share yeah. the truth. Is because that, the like, truth. This is a colonized land. I mean, like, why 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 is why are we not? I mean, acknowledging that fact. Like, why are we still pretending? Like, oh my God, it was this cool guy. Oh, yeah. it just happened to find America. No, America. This place was already here, inhabited by people. Like, Thank why? You. Like, it, like they skip over so much. So much to get to boom, and then here we are. Because they don't want to give up that power. Exactly. That's what affords because them that the power. power. Was stolen. It was yes. Strong it, armed. In the worst of ways. I agree. In the worst of ways. I agree. It's like, yeah. but no, like no, we we and the people luckily are like, no, we're not having that. We're going to continue to tell the truth. You know, I know. I don't know if you saw that, but LeBron. And his uh, guy, Maverick, they have a, a documentary type thing coming out on CNN. Um, I believe it's about Tulsa. The Tulsa Oklahoma. Yeah, it's coming on. It's a three-part. And it three, yeah. it's, it's Saturday, Sunday, and it's three yes. different ones. It's not even a three-part oh, I think wow. it's three individual jumps about the same jump, and it's going to happen Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Wow. you got to tune in. Tell us about that, Lowe. So, so I don't know a whole lot about it, but, but, but basically, like, you know, those stories won't die as long as we keep telling them. And as long as more information keeps coming out, you know, we have to continue to tell those stories. Like, no, you know, and because I think a lot of people are so disconnected. Oh, well, this, if this didn't happen a hundred years ago, almost, but not really did it. No, I think it happened like 1930, right? Was it like 19? Something like that. Because it's happened multiple times. Because it is a hundred year anniversary, right? 
Is it a hundred years? Something like that. Yeah. Okay, if it's so something it like nineteen twenty one. Okay, so yeah. maybe it was a hundred years. But still, mm-hmm. even still, it's still a yeah. part of our history. It's part of American history. It's us. Have to tell our story. That's us. Story because, can't look, just be America, the beautiful land of the free. Thank you. Thank you. Because low, they, oh, a hundred years ago, like, that shit ain't that long ago. Because our that's our grandparents. You're right. The fuck. That ain't all fucking quadrillion, quadrillion grandparents. Exactly. That's all grandparents. Exactly. Two generations. Like, come on, fam. Like, it's grandparents. Exactly. Then the people we talked to, they hugged us. They kissed us. Exactly. They was here with us. Exactly. That's all grandparents. We yeah. was here with us. And it's you know our story. And, you know, and, you know, America has just Shit, they lived to be 80, 90, and 100. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, they lived to be 80, 90, and 100. True. Yeah, 104. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's I mean, only there's only two, two remaining right? from them. And only remaining two. Them, and thank God they're still here. And we and we and we're recording, you know, living witnesses to to those events that happen because we can never forget none of it. Like none, none of it. Matter of fact, none of it. I just can't want to forget yeah. to pacify that shit to the front. Exactly. We they want to tell people those stories because it's yeah, no, they're them. they're they're actively doing that. And that's the one thing I think is interesting about this whole. Tulsa thing because I just came from there not too long ago mm. and I posted a lot of pictures. This own it's a half a block. They use yes. that block to build a freaking baseball stadium there. There's nothing there in Tulsa because they want to erase so the shit. They have you there. They put murals up to kind of let it be known what it is, and they put a plaque, you know, one of those Thank historical you. plaques. But there's nothing there. When that there shit should have been complete there. sacred land, should have been that a memorial. Should have been. You right. Right? Yeah, but you know the white people, they're the ones that freaking did the heinous crime. So exactly. to expect they them to do right, that's not gonna happen. Exactly. America better cool. get it right. That's all I'm saying. We, we, we better get, get it right. right. And we don't have a whole lot of time to get it right. I'm just gonna say that. It's yeah. a whole lot of time to get it right. People have given this country a whole lot of grace, been a, been real patient. But I'm telling you, man, like, and I feel it. It's palpable. It's bubbling up. You know, America needs to get it right as soon as we possible. We can't lose sight of who we are in ourselves. Once we do, and we we ain't done it all complete, but in specs, you can see. You can yes. see the result of the shit. You can see the result of when we lose sight of ourselves, what happens. Yes. But you also can see and envision mm-hmm. when we don't and we, we know ourselves all the great examples because it's the great examples out because there. Because we made we're survivors and Thank that's you. why the our stories need to be told like yo we if we can like the jews said if we can survive this then yo what we Thank dealing you. with right now is a, a mere blip in the bucket a mere drop right. in the bucket like we got this this is nothing compared nothing. to the atrocity that our ancestors and our forefathers our forefathers had to endure yes. this is nothing our people and and, and 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 they're unique in that way. There's yes. no other people like survivors. that. No other people like that. Survivors. We have, I don't know, set the example of how to, we just won't go nowhere. When my man Robin Gibbons said, yes. we baby's kids, we don't, like he was, it was, a, it's a deeper fucking thing to that shit. He was wise. He won, He put that shit in a cartoon and put that shit in a joke because that's his artistry. Right. But that motherfucker was talking about a people. Real we don't die. We multiply. We fucking baby's kids, Joe. <laughs> You're not going fucking nowhere, Joe. No. 
No. Where the fuck we got to go? Our land. Our land. We built this country. It's our land. We built this motherfucker. I mean, get over it. Like, I mean, like, really? I mean, the fact that white folk, that many white folks still just can't accept that we are just as American as it, like, it's just beyond me. It's like, really? Like, y'all ain't got used to us yet? Nigga, we been here. Thank you. Really? But they keep teaching that bullshit. That that bullshit gets taught. It does. And that's why you find these, because it ain't all white. Some white people is, is, is most, I almost feel like most white, because most people that I know, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's gotta be some powerful white motherfuckers keep pushing this bullshit ass narrative. Because our story is a story of victory, decade after decade, century after century, victory after victory after victory. But they try to flip it like like, we're, we're, we're corrupt, we're tripping and we're losing. Because we stand up for ourselves? It's like, it's like with the whole thing with the Trump thing. Like, no, don't pay attention to that. Look over there. Don't, don't pay attention. No, no, no. Your mind's playing tricks on you. They're doing voodoo. Woo, woo, woo. Pay attention. You know, it's like. It's like, y'all are victims. Y'all, no, we victims. But white folks are pretending to be the victims now. This whole white uh, victimhood story is ridiculous. Because all these quote unquote aggrieved white people, oh my God, my rights have been taken away from me, and blah, blah, blah. The people are taking my jobs, or this is like, come on, fam. But you know what it is, Lo Mm. and Jay? What it is, is this whole thing has brushed it, ain't but a couple of motherfuckers benefiting off of this structure, right? So they just don't realize because they fail for it because they, they they promoted the shit as for everybody to fall for this racism shit right but right. they so they thinking hey hoorah 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 right hip, hip, the one percent this hip hip hooray hoorah shit yeah and they don't even realize motherfucker y'all be <laughs> this bullshit don't work for nobody let me tell you something, and we're going to wrap it up, Jay. Like, one of the things I've learned over this pandemic, especially, you know, working in corporate America with a lot of these, and it's not just white folks, it's other <laughs> folks that don't respect black people either. And, you know, and one of the things, yo, one of the things I've done during this pandemic is I found my voice within corporate America. Like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be unapologetically who I am. Whether that's black, being a woman, a little bit urban, whatever, whatever. I don't give a fuck. This is who I am. As long as I get the job done, that's all that matters. And also pushing back, establishing boundaries. Oh, no, 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 no. We won't do that. No, I can't do that. And and what you going to do about it? You know what I'm saying? Respectfully, professionally. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not no pushover. I'm not like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, master. And just like I said, but establishing those boundaries because i think that oftentimes especially in the workforce you know people just assume oh you're black you know you'll do this and you'll do that or you're or you're going to oblige and no it doesn't yeah. n- no yeah. like 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 look i had to tell the client i was like um because he asked me about something i said now to be clear what i did for you was a courtesy and I said, I'm about to go on vacation for the weekend. So, no, I cannot. You know, if you want someone to do it, I said, then you should have a member of your own team do it. And on that note, thank you and have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you.
See, they always they always want to make it seem like oh everything is the first exactly shit the first we've been yeah. doing this shit. they make it seem like and god bless rosa parks because that was a strategized organized fucking whole thing that shit was planned before that shit happened you understand what i'm saying that shit was planned because because it was a lot of them that won't plan motherfuckers that didn't get the fuck up out they seat that fought got locked up got beat and beat some ass too Exactly. What no fucking thing that they Rosa Parks had connections. She said we gonna play this shit out. That shit, but they don't tell the story like that. They tell it like it's well, just they this wanted to be organic shit that happened one day, and that's yeah. not what the fuck happened, Joe. Warriors, survivors, and we need to leave with that same energy going. We are warriors, and we as survivors, we need to leave that way. Thank you. Point blank. Let's, let's start living out our true selves. That's all we gotta do. Live out our true selves. Probably. They can't fucking stop us. So we're warriors, survivors, and we're also black explaining. Ah, Next time. Hey. Hey.